Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sometimes the world looks like you ain't ever seen it before. Stuck behind never-ending windows. All you need is a door. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride. Cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Just ask. Say the word and I'll be there. Just ask. You know the greatest things in life. I'll come in a pair They say hindsight's 2020, But that ain't far enough behind me So if you want the sweetest honey I think hindsight's 1990 There's no need to pretend I got a hand I can land Cause when you really need a friend Just ask Shit 90 shows taught me Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jessica, I thought this was the Platonic Podcast. Like, where's Ashley? <laughs> Seth where's... Rogen is here? <laughs> Seth Rogen's here. I'm pretty positive that this is the... Uh, uh, the platonic podcast uh, this was a surprise but yeah i'm fairly convinced that in order for you to podcast about a show either kim cattrall or seth rogan have to make an appearance at this well point. seems like I, I mean i'm not complaining to be honest with you yeah except could, seth could rogan's character was really disgusting this episode i mean so. seth rogan's character is like seth rogan's other characters seth rogan is plays seth rogan <laughs> Seth Rogen plays Seth Rogen and it mm-hmm. works most of the time mm-hmm. except for there's this one Seth Rogen movie I think I've seen all of his movies to be honest why I don't know I guess I'm a fan are you uh, a fan of I Seth guess Rogen? So. I guess what? so I mean let's look at his discography let's see. not discography the other one movies his filmography filmography I mean, uh, not yeah I've movies. really seen most of these movies to That's be honest with you wild um should we do yeah. a let's see if we go back to the 90s is there enough of him acting in the 90s for us you know, to do a Seth Rogen month probably I not. think he's in that show Freaks and Geeks have you heard about that show I definitely heard about that show yeah and I do agree I think he's in it yeah so um uh so he's in there so have you <laughs> seen all these fucking movies i've seen <laughs> S- sausage party <laughs> why have you seen sausage 
party because it's a fun it was a funny oh it looked it just looked like vulgar in like not a fun way to me no it wasn't that bad i don't think it just looked like okay let's make dick jokes for an hour yeah okay we first saw him in super bad i mean like everybody watched super bad i mean okay to be fair i have seen a lot of his like early aughts movies so i've Mm -hmm. seen 40 year old virgin i've seen knocked up i've seen super bad i've seen pineapple express I've seen 50-50 um, because that movie was so sad. Um, And then I think I started falling off because I haven't seen a lot of these other I'll say like Pineapple Express was not something that worked for me that I particularly did not like. Okay. But also, you know. I mean, 40-Year-Old Virgin is a classic. 40-Year-Old Virgin, of course, is a classic. Classic. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then I I watched – what did I watch? I watched like the Pam and Tommy thing. He was mm-hmm. in that. Oh, he. You know what I recently saw him in? Neighbors. He was... No. <laughs> oh, you know what was a very good movie? Excuse what? me. Uh. No. Okay. Mm, it <laughs> it ends. It it ends. This is the end. Which is like, is that what? It, no, that's not it. Never mind. It's like, okay, he was in this, like, uh, Christmas movie. Maybe oh. it's the night before. Did he play a yeah. Jewish character in a Christmas yeah. movie? Okay, yeah, I was going like, to say, that would be kind of weird if he was, like, a Christian in a, Christ- no, a Christmas yeah, no, movie. No, yeah, no, 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 It was, no, this was actually a very funny movie. This okay. uh, Christmas movie. I have to make sure. Uh, I... Is it called Santa Inc.? No, that's a show. No, no, no. It's called The Night Before. Oh, The Night Before. Okay. Um, You know what I recently saw him in? What's not that? recently recently but i saw him in the fablemans how was um, that that i that was the basically like the steven spielberg like life story and it was oh so with good. what with michelle williams of course again yes they apparently they well they i guess they didn't maybe see each they other remembered each other but, but they weren't in the they weren't in any scene. scenes together because again the show hates jen still um mm-hmm. but anyway how was how was your week since we last recorded uh pretty good it's been pretty good it was busy mm-hmm. um yeah drew confirmed it was the night before that we saw in theaters and we liked um okay. so yeah it was a busy week very busy work was busy i had like a lot of like little doodads and things to do mm-hmm. and i wanted to fail on every single one of them like every single one of them <laughs> I don't know why I'm this person that, like, I always say yes. Like, no matter what, I'm always Yeah, you're a yes girl. Because it sounds, like, fun to begin with. Like, if you are, like, Sarah, in, like, one month, do you want to do X, Y, and Z? I'm always Mm -hmm. like, that sounds, like, fun. Like, yeah, of course, sign me up. And then Mm -hmm. when I get to the week of i'm like hating my life i'm like i don't want to go yeah you're not interested like i just want to stay home i just want to keep on cocooning like and then it takes a little bit of like effort for me to be like okay like psych myself up i have to go i i rarely cancel because i really hate flaky bitches Mm -hmm. but sometimes i am a flaky bitch 
I'm, I think this is like a very common thing for most people of like, okay, you make plans and you're excited about the plans when you make them. And then it comes time for you to actually like fulfill the plans. Yeah. And you're like, oh, but I just want to stay home. I feel like that is also very common. <gasps> but, but how, how is you, your. How do you make it stop? I don't know. Um, I think you just go, I guess. Oh, okay. I guess you just go. How was the, you went, so one of the things you went to was like a podcast, a live podcast taping. Yeah. How yeah. Was that? So, um, there, so the only podcast that I actually enjoy listening to these days is, oh man, do I want to like, should I gatekeep this so that they don't stop listening to us and go to this podcast and said, no, never mind. It's a really good podcast. I'm joking. I'm joking. It's called normal gossip. And I really, really, really love it. Basically, uh, the host Kelsey tells stories that mm-hmm. our listeners submitted about real life gossip and the hosts change the names and the right. locations and some of the details. So it's not super obvious. And then they do a retelling of the gossip story. And, uh, you know, there's just so many that are just like very funny mm-hmm. and as somebody who i mean i mean one of the questions that they ask in the beginning of every episode is like what is your relationship to gossip which i think is an interesting question because mm-hmm. there's so much shame to gossip because you're like ooh, like if you gossip that's not good like you're not being a good friend or you're not being a good person but I think that like in a when you boil down to it, it's a story. It, it kind of like watching these freaking losers on <laughs> Dawson's Creek mm-hmm. and you're retelling what they do as like, I don't know, because it's like a little bit juicy. So like okay. my relationship to gossip is that like, you know, I don't go around spreading everybody's secrets, but I definitely I mean like I I'm 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 a gossip, I would say. <laughs> I would say, yeah. I, I mean, say. I don't think you're like the world's worst gossip, but you, no. you certainly like to gossip. But how was the actual live show? Like, did they oh. take live gossip? Oh. Uh, so they had a story that they were telling, kind of like all the other podcasts. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, there were like secrets that you could have texted in, and they revealed some. Ooh. In, in stage or in theater secrets of people that's fun so, yeah it was pretty fun it was really fun um i really liked i mean i love the podcast this story it's kind of like you know it's a different story every time so some stories right. you like better than others like mm-hmm. some episodes of television you like better than others i'm sure that our listeners like some episodes better than others of ours yeah, for like, sure so uh, this story in particular, I don't think I liked as much as like my favorite stories that I've heard of course. before. Yeah, but it was great. And like, I mean, to be honest with you, it was like two people, well, three people on stage in comfy chairs, and I was just like, you know, like maybe this is our goal, Jess. Like maybe one day, like we should do a live show with two chairs, just gossiping about the creek creeps or whomever yeah like i I mean it it seems like fun so and uh the audience skewed mostly women and mostly um like there were some guys but i don't think they were boyfriends unless they were you know boyfriends of boyfriends if you know what i mean yeah 
So it was well, a good, that's good. good vibes. Great vibes. I'm happy you had a good time. Not a good time. I'm glad that I went. I didn't get home too late, which is like very good. So mm-hmm. that's okay. Well, I mean, enough about me. Why am I talking so much? I don't know. Cause I asked you a question. Okay. <laughs> I guess that's how conversations work. That's usually how conversations go. I mean, like, how are you? I'm good. Um, not much has changed here. Saw a movie, did a date night last night, got sushi, and then saw a movie, and then came home. And it was a really lovely time. Like, that's been our kind of MO lately is mm-hmm. when we're looking for, like, what do we feel like doing? Sometimes we'll just default to a movie because it's really easy and we really enjoy it. We, like, go out to dinner. We chat. We had some drinks and then we go see a movie and come home. It's like, I don't know. I feel like an old person, but I really enjoy being an old person. So yeah, I like. Are it. you in love with the simpler life? Yeah, I've de- I'm. I've always said I'm very um, low maintenance. I don't require a ton. I don't require these like fabulous date nights and like all these like going out all the time and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. like I don't need any of that. Um, I like the simple life of like, you know, like literally I have Monday off and the plan is like, we're going to go mini golfing and get lunch. Like, this is a very simple existence. Mm, I love a simple existence. Yeah. You have Monday off for Juneteenth. Juneteenth. Oh yeah. If you're listening to this, uh, on the day it comes out, happy Juneteenth. It's Juneteenth. Mm -hmm. So I hope you also, all the listeners don't have to work today because you shouldn't because it's a federal holiday, at least in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, do we get mail? Yeah. That's the big question. Do we get mail? Yeah. I don't know. I never pay attention because literally all I ever get is junk mail. So why do I care? You know? Yeah. But I do love our mail person. Our mail person is super, super nice. There's no regular mail today. There don't check go. the mailbox, people. Nobody waste your time. I wonder if the banks are open. I don't know. Usually they're closed on federal holidays, so they're probably closed. Right? Banks are not open. Don't go to the bank. <laughs> Don't go to the bank. <laughs> Ridiculous. Just Don't giving be tricked. Don't go what to if, the bank. Okay. What if somebody was mm-hmm. listening to the podcast literally en route Heading to the to bank, the bank. Yeah. and we just saved them gas and time? You're welcome. You're welcome. If that's you. You um, are welkies, yeah. as they say. Who says that? Nobody. Oh, thank God. I thought that Me. was like the newest thing that kids were saying. No. I okay, good. So. Phew. I don't have to worry about your wokies. All right. How much can we filibuster before we have to talk about this episode? I know. We should talk about this episode. I I mean, like, I really would rather not. It's not a great one. You want me to just give you my secrets instead? Well, I want one secret, and then we should talk about the episode. One secret. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I have any secrets of my own. Well, you just offered. Well, I know. I know. Um... Hmm. offer a secret and then not have one i know it's really bad well, form sorry i don't know what to say <laughs> um i don't even think i have any good ones not really no i have a humongous secret that i won't be able to share until like next year 2024 next year yeah that's so fu- How are you going to tease a secret that you can't reveal for a full ass year? Sorry about it. That's Do you want to really make upsetting. any guesses? Um, Is it, a, is it a, a your secret or is it someone else's secret? It's my secret. You're a secret. Yeah. But okay. So, okay. If it's something like 
not going to be for another year, then it's not like, oh, we're buying a house or, oh, I bought a new car. Cause like all of that would yeah. be revealed. Like, sure. You know, I don't think mm-hmm. it's a big purchase like that. I don't think mm-hmm. you're pregnant. Um, who would know? Who would know? I feel like I would know if you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, next, a bit, you can't reveal till 2024. Yeah. I feel like you're just, I don't know. I think you're just making stuff up now. <laughs> I'm not. I'm really not. Are you getting a cat in 2024? Ooh. Okay. Based on your reaction, I feel like no, because you just, that's like the first time you're hearing it. I would love to get a cat in 2024. Okay. I would like um, a Persian. If any of our listeners um, breed Persian cats, breed Persian cats, let me know. Or exotic short hair. Also, if you ever, okay, if any of our listeners ever get a puppy, please feel free to email us photos. <laughs> Shit, at gmail.com. Depends what kind of puppy. No, I, I'm, I am open to receiving photos of any type of puppy in the world. Yeah. Please send us photos. Yeah. Um, maybe now we should talk about that. Episode. I don't want to. Well, we're going to have to. Season six, episode 13, rock bottom um listen it's fine it's i mean it's not a great episode no but we've had worse right like joey's solo episode is far worse than this i guess this is just totally so weird and there's so many things that i don't like and i don't i don't it feels like it should have been like a made for tv movie of like a road trip to rehab oh that should be the title that actually i don't know road trip to rehab um let's go yeah so joey and audrey are packing up her stuff because audrey is going to rehab and joey's like listen you're going and audrey doesn't want to go she says it does not look like fun and uh apparently audrey was like unconscious the way we left her last episode and joey's like the doctor said you could have died well Um, they okay so like basically we don't see it which i'm a little disappointed about oh, you wanted to I see just, her stomach get pumped what i just wanted to i i wanted to get some emotion out of how traumatic and how like rock bottom audrey actually is mm-hmm. so to just skip ahead feels a little cheap but yeah she got alcohol poisoning yeah and went to the hospital and got her stomach pumped and then in turn, Aud- um, Joey had to contact Audrey's parents. So her parents are pulling her to come back to California and in turn go to rehab. So this is the plan. Right. And I guess like the actual plan is that Audrey is supposed to get in a cab to get into the airport to fly and her parents are meant to pick her up. Right, at the airport. And this is, like, this is part of the issue with Audrey, like, that Audrey has from the get. is like, well, her parents don't even care enough to come get her. They're just, like, putting her on a plane like they always do, right? Like, one step removed. Well, I mean, like, to be honest with okay, I mean. That's Audrey's, that's Audrey's word. That's her perspective, right? but also it's, like, they bought the tickets. They want you to come. They did, I guess. Okay, the way I'm trying to picture this is, like, if I... If this had happened to me and I had been like in the hospital for mm-hmm. like alcohol poisoning, I feel like my parents would have showed up. Like, I don't think it would have been like a, we're just going to put you on a plane. Like, I feel like they would have been there, but I, right. that's I mean, like, that's a very fair know. point, but, um, 
Audrey's parents are different, right? Like they're not my parents. Like they're, they're, uh, they've never really shown themselves to be like, oh, we're going to be right next to you by your side. No, of course not. Of course not. Mm -hmm. So this is the plan. Joey's helping her pack up. Uh, You know, Audrey's not taking this very seriously. Like she doesn't think that she needs to go to rehab. She doesn't think that this is anything that she really has to take to seriously she doesn't Mm -hmm. want to go um she even jokes about like oh can i have a drink at the airport Mm -hmm. but she does thank joey and i mean like again i feel like joey's getting off very easy oh my gosh joe everyone's freaking thinking joey it's like joey's been a terrible friend a terrible girlfriend a terrible person but this is like the thank you joey for all that you've done for me tour today yeah yeah oh joey is just the best um, thank you for not giving up on me. Love you. So they leave. Um, and uh, Joey is just like rushing out the door with like some kind of document or something or other. She opens the door and who's standing there but freaking Eddie and his freaking puffer vest. I mean, if the uniform doesn't like if it works, then it works. He lo- and he's okay. We like seriously, he's rivaling Sean Hunter for the number of layers he's wearing. Like this man <laughs> must be sweating. He's wearing a Henley with a flannel on top of it, with another layer on top of that, and the puffer vest. Sorry. Oh my gosh. You know what? It's it's fine because it's cold out, I think. I don't know what month it is. I leave Eddie alone. Like he's fashionable. He's like, you know, um, lumberjack chic. Yeah, and I guess I just, so. But too much hair gel. Lumberjack chic with too much hair gel. Look at you criticizing Oliver Hudson. I feel like I'm just being I, he a still has a, today. He has a beautiful face, but the hair gel I kind of feel like he's never looked better. Whoa. Whoa. So he's there to say goodbye. Um, and she's like, oh, that's not your style. Wow um but he's just and like I, I really hate this from him when he's like oh you're 10 times sexier when you're angry and you're angry at me a lot so i guess that's lucky for me and i'm just like what this is what you came here to do eddie <laughs> like, what are you doing i just disassociate when he says shit like this i <laughs> i literally don't even take it in because yeah. i don't care so he coincidentally is also heading to california because he now has a mystery sister oh my gosh what happens if his mystery sister is actually audrey and that's why he hates audrey so much t um not really but doesn't make any sense i know i am trying to like (laughs) make this interesting exactly so Mm -hmm. he's going to california also um the professor whatever Hudson. hudson gave him a a shining recommendation and he's likely going to go to that writer's workshop school yeah it looks like there's probably going to be a scholarship so he's gonna like try he wants to at least try trying is Um, good yeah and so joey says oh like good for you and he's leaving tonight the car is all packed and he just stop by to say thank you and thank you joey you are the best person i know i never I've never would have gone to California without you. I'm so grateful. If there's anything that I can do for you, just let me know. And then ring-a-ding-ding, bitches, we get a phone call. Yes, yes. So this is like, okay, so he makes, he says the line, 
that is unfortunate. Like he shouldn't have said because it's gonna be ringing in his ears for life. I owe you big time, Joey oh, Potter. Yeah. Oh, you um, huge time, Joey yeah. Potter. Ugh. And so he does. He asks her for a hug or whatever. They have this like you know whatever hug. Oliver Hudson is better at hugging than Katie Holmes is because. Any sort of physical intimacy is really troubling for her. Um, but he like touches her hair. He even looks like he takes a big old snifferoo. Um, and then she gets <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, so uh, so yeah, so then we're at the movie set with Dawson, and oh my god, this is just so ridiculous. So he's doing like the reshoots that he got hired for, right? And no one respects him, specifically this freaking guy, Frank. Who's just like, oh, like I see. I like you, I guess you don't know how like what the fuck you're doing. Wah. Um, and him and him and Dawson are not peas and carrots. They're struggling. Um, okay. We have three days. Like, let's just get this moving and move on Seriously. with our lives. Like, mm-hmm. why is Frank giving attitude at all? Like, we all have to be working together to make this movie work. Like, do you want to be associated with a movie that's, like, how many Rotten Tomatoes? I don't know. Yeah. You don't want those Rotten Tomatoes. You only want fresh tomatoes. No, and Natasha's also giving him shit because she's like, ugh, who wrote this trash? Look, the more you bitch and complain, the longer it's going to take. And then three days of reshoots turns into six. And then everyone's losing money and then you get a shitty product. Like, let's work together, you fucking asshats. Yeah. And on top of that, it's interesting because Natasha's like, well, these pages say that I'm supposed to be getting naked. And Dawson's like, don't worry, it's going to be very tasteful. And like, I feel like Natasha is within her right to be like, absolutely not. I'm not getting naked. Well, uh, yes, I don't know if like what what's in her contract and everything like all of that is very, you know, that's what I was going to say. Like, Mm -hmm. is this something that was written into her contract? Was nudity ever part of the picture? I think that if she said it was okay to Todd and now is taking it back from uh, Dawson. I don't know. Nonetheless, she doesn't want to get naked. More stress for Dawson. Nobody likes him. Nobody respects him. Boo-hoo, so sad. Oh, Gail well. calls. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gail calls. And it's then embarrassing Natasha's to get like, your mom to call. How is mommy doing? Uh, so, yeah, so they have a bit of an argument. Um, and then, um, I don't know, like, why this storyline is a thing, but we see Graham's getting out of a car, and she, okay. like, slams the door, and Jen's right there with her fucking hideous haircut. Like, I can't even just... Okay. If it was, like, a cute... Like Bob, like let's pretend the bangs don't exist. If it was like a cute Bob, I could get behind it. It looks like someone attacked her head with a pair of scissors. It's so like uneven and choppy and like blech. Yeah, it's really fucking terrible. I don't know what to say. It looks like she took like it's a razor cut. I I don't know why. Um. Okay, so I'm like just gonna be flat out. Like, there's a layer of me that's like actually offended by this conversation that's about to go down between jen and graham oh, yeah yeah being like um like a jewish woman like you know d- like i totally understand like how important graham's faith is for her and to be requested to convert i can totally 
understand and empathize with the fact that that like might be something that she doesn't want to do like that's fine um but then for like jen to be like i don't know he's a freak and like yeah you know he's like really really shitty and whatever she says it's like i mean just because <clears throat> i don't know it made it sound like she was saying that he's a freak because he's jewish i like, agree i wish they would have because okay the problem with the way they phrased all of this is that it's like ugh, the audacity of a jewish man to accept me as a christian to convert i wish if 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 that's not how they wanted it to be received they really should have framed it as in like graham's saying like i didn't ask him to convert why would he ask me to convert you know what i mean versus mm -hmm. like i agree the way they say it is like oh this the norm is that everyone should convert to christianity versus like why can't everyone just have their own faith you know like that should be fine too so yeah it's like it's not great especially the way jen freezes all of it it doesn't seem very nice at all yeah she no so she says you deserve so much better than that cliff's clifton smalls is a freak and she's yeah. like so much better than somebody like loves you and asks you to convert to their faith like you know i don't know i just like took it like not great because i was like this is like super rude i don't know yeah i also think i don't know maybe i'm wrong but you'd you'd think that like clifton smalls having a belief system is better than him not having a belief system even if it doesn't necessarily align with yours like because they both have faith strong even if they're in, faith yeah like that's important to them right and i think that like okay maybe i'm wrong maybe mm -hmm. i don't know a ton about religion you know i can't speak a ton on it but you'd think that with grams and clifton they're both like of a certain age yeah they're not going to be raising kids and like mm -hmm. imparting their religious beliefs on others so why should it matter if they have different religions at this point also one more thing this is like I don't know. We're on like a whole nine. Like, what? Why are we breaking up Grams and Clifton Smalls? Like, and the, why? Yeah, why does the storyline exist? Because, like, we'll talk later about the bullshit we endured in this like double date. But it's, we're not starting off very strong here. But I will say, nobody's we, like, you know what? I really would like to see Grams date around a bit. Yeah, no one said that. But, um, Sarah, I will say, that one thing we did take away from this conversation is that Clifton Smalls's name is mm -hmm. a misnomer. Not surprising. They're... Big Dick Cliff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Big Dick Cliff. <laughs> their, their sex life is nothing to uh, be embarrassed about, yeah. and there's nothing. They do not have that problem. I uh, loved that tiny tidbit that we did get. The BDC, yeah. Big Dick Cliff. Um, I'm so, not surprised. I'm not surprised. Um, so yeah, yeah, so I guess that's it between Clifton Smalls and Grams. I uh, hope they get back together because I really liked them as a couple. So I don't, I don't know. Whatever, I mean, whatever. <sighs> I can't. So and then okay. So now we we get um Joey. I don't know how Joey figured out where Audrey would have been anyway. Maybe this is the same hotel that she always stays at. I truly am not sure, but Joey ends up at this um, hotel and she like knocks on the door and 
Seth Rogen opens the door in a cloud of smoke. <laughs> yeah, this was, I mean, that's not surprising, but it was surprising no. to see Seth Rogen. I really wasn't expecting it. Me neither. And he's in like his boxers. And of course, his freaking name is just Bob. Bob. Yeah. Classic Bob. <laughs> yeah, just like it's classic Bob. Classic um, Bob. And he doesn't even know Audrey's name. They like had sex the night before, but like he doesn't know her. Yeah. And he says she's in the crapper. She's been in there for a while. Ew. And Joey. <laughs> So he opens the door to see Audrey splayed out in the bath. And before even like checking if she's breathing, immediately I think Joey just thinks she died. Yeah. <laughs> she covers her mouth. It's like, this is it. She doesn't do the thing of checking if she's alive or breathing. But Audrey yeah. uh, takes a deep breath in. She wakes up from her nap in the bath and uh, <laughs> yelps is yeah. the only way to explain it. And um, she's just like, what are you people doing here? Like, what are you doing here, Oliver Hudson? I thought that you two broke up. Yeah. Um, and she also doesn't know Bob's name. So neither one of no. them knew each no, other's name. So basically, she says that she was at a bar the night before singing karaoke. Um, yeah, she sang Guns N' Roses, which yeah. love that pick for us. She's such a rocker. We love her. And then Bob saw her and became obsessed with her. Obviously. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? And the rest is history. And now Audrey is refusing to go to rehab. Yeah, and Joey's like, listen, Eddie's going to LA. We're gonna take you. Yeah. And Audrey's she just like, ugh, I don't want to go. Yeah. Honestly, I gotta say, this is kind of Joey's fault because, like, she should have escorted Audrey to the plane. Of course, Audrey was going to, you know. Audrey wasn't sold on rehab to begin with. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like she at didn't this even point, walk you're, like, her to the cab. Hostage. She didn't yeah. walk her anywhere. Yeah. I um, would have walked her to the freaking gate if I could have. Yeah, but Joey's like, well, listen, you know what? Don't even think about rehab at this point. Let's just take the road trip. We'll clear your mind. And Bob is just like, hey, guys, I got to pee. Um, You're in the bath, the only bathroom. And Audrey says, you know what? Fine, I'll come. But I'm bringing Bob. Yeah, Bob and I was too. like, I was, I was like, are you kidding me? Audrey's like, listen, he's 21. He could buy us drinks. And you know what? He's an outstanding lay. And I'm just like, what are we doing here? Like, How old do you think that doing? Oliver Hudson is? He's definitely supposed to be older than 21. I mean, yeah, but he's not going to be buying Audrey drinks. Oh, so. that's true. He's a very he's serious guy. He's shoes. Yeah. All right. So... so they agree to allow Bob to come with them. And he's like, I love how Bob is just like, where are we going? And Audrey's like, LA. And he's like, woo! Like, wh who? who is this guy? What is his life? Like, he doesn't have anything going on. Oh, definitely not. He's like, I'm um, just going to take this road trip to LA. <laughs> have you ever been on a road trip? Uh, I mean, yeah, I've been on a road trip. Not Where? to LA. Where? I mean, I've been on a bunch of road I mean, are we talking like as an adult or as a kid? Have you spent more than one day in a freaking car, Jessica? Answer the question. Yes. Where? I mean, we've gone to Maine. I've gone across the country. I mean, we drove down to freaking Florida a bunch of times in a car, which is a nightmare and a half, mm -hmm. especially if you get a car sickness. What about you? I don't think so. I don't I don't want I would rather fly. I actually, Will and I were talking about doing a road trip just because it's been so long. There's something really pleasant about a road trip because you get to see the sights, you know? 
I just don't want to be in the car that long. Once I get past five hours in a car, I become a monster. Oh, no. Okay. An absolute monster. I hate it. I really, really don't want to be in a car for Will that long. Will you sleep in the car? Yeah, but most of the time I'll just, like, die. Most of the time you'll die? Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite wanna... road trip snack? I don't know why, but you got to get some bugles on the road trip. Oh, interesting. That yeah. would not be my pick. Little witch fingers. Little witch fingers. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you don't do the witch fingers, then are you even a human? Uh, seriously, fuck you if you don't do witch fingers with bugles. It's a necessity. Um, I think mine is like, I love a Slim Jim. Ew. Like, I, okay, you know Vile. what? They're a perfect road trip snack. Ew. Disgusting. Stop it. That's oh so gross. So dramatic. Okay, what else? Um, if you're going for the bougier type, you can get the like fancier, like cheese wrapped in meat. Ew. What do you mean? Ew. That's like a charcuterie. I don't like it. I would I love never a eat that. What else? Um, what I have to list a thousand things. Yeah, one more. Uh, I mean, like some kind of candy. You need a candy. Ew, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so now they're like, they're all on their way to LA and we have like Audrey and Bob sleeping in the back seat. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, Eddie is saying to Joey, like, well, you haven't spoken in four hours. And I'm like, have you all just been like sitting silently for four hours in the so car? So awkward. What a nightmare. Yeah. Also, this uh the close-up montages is really disconcerting yeah i they don't really like love it. to be close up on the show <laughs> like up the nose close up yeah, make sure like, you why, like plucked your nose hairs and groomed yourself appropriately We're why do they want to do these like close-up shots they're so I, weird i don't know um but uh eddie is pissed because like joey hasn't even thanked him for this and she's like what you said you owed me big time i'm like bitch stop you can at least say eddie thank you for letting us crash your fucking road trip with not only my like chaotic friend but her rando lay of last night who we don't even know bob it's bob what are you saying that we don't know him it's bob oh my god stupid bob freaking bob Um, uh yeah so she i mean but this is all just um like you know subtext or whatever because she is just still mad that he ghosted her out of nowhere yeah and like i feel like maybe this doesn't make them even but like girl he's driving you to fucking la you know forgiveness yeah, just a little bit of forgiveness. Just forgiveness. Um, but yeah, they're in they're currently in North Carolina, and Audrey's like, this road trip blows. Like the classic rock has gotta go, even though she sang Guns N' Roses and karaoke, like whatever. I hate classic rock. Stop. It oh just reminds God. me. So, like my ex job that was like borderline abusive, all she did was play classic rock all day, every day for like three years so it's a little triggering for me i guess i get that but uh so audrey wakes up and and then i hate fart jokes and then (laughs) and then bob Bob has a toot not even no it was not a toot because a toot is like a little trumpety fart that doesn't smell 
This fucker fart head. I don't understand why we're doing like fart jokes. I don't know why, but they have to open the windows because it smells so bad. Everyone is like gagging. Was this funny to you? No, I'm laughing because of how much you hated it. (laughs) I don't get why we have to do fart jokes. Like Katie Holmes really said okay to this. You know why, Sarah? Because Seth Rogen Hmm. is on this episode. That's why. That's why we need fart jokes. I guess so. It just felt like the like I said before, the tone was just so weird between the montage of the close-up nostrils and the (laughs) and these these childish jokes i was like what are we doing here what show are we yeah what is yeah exactly what show is this and bob's excuse is his ass was relaxed while he was that's disgusting (laughs) like i don't mean to be prissy but this is ridiculous but then he toots again he farts sarah we need to tell you the difference between tooting and farting i think i know but i also just don't like the f word I mean, uh, I would rather just like, no toot. I just like big toot, small. But toot. toots don't smell anyway. Ew. He farts again, uh, and everyone is like so disgusted. Audrey can't believe she slept with him, um, and he's like, "Oh, you know what? When you're done with rehab, there's a drug called Bob." That, uh, that was funny, and you can see that Katie Holmes broke character at that moment. Yeah, so like, I'm very glad that Katie Holmes has a sense of humor because I didn't yeah. think she did. Yeah, I've never seen her like smile so genuinely on the entire show. Um, so yeah, so Audrey's like, "Ah, eh, we'll see about it." Not for nothing, but I'm sure that car with the actors, not the characters, was a lot of fun. Oh, I'm sure filming this scene was probably really fun, but they're like. They're talking all about their sex from last night. And I'm like, Eddie and Joey are in the front seat. Well, yeah, because she says that, you know, you really had to work on your sex life. And then Bob is like, wait a minute. I thought you said I was like the best lady you ever had. And she said it was a little brief. So that's a problem for Bob. I mean, it's a problem for everybody, for a lot of guys, to be honest with you. You know, definitely Bob. (laughs) <laughs> just take it easy a little bit slow yeah. it down that's what he says he said we we're ha- we we're going at a nice pace everything was good and then all of a sudden you got wildcat on me and started going like you know all all ham all in and then he's like i couldn't resist so <laughs> i guess no, that's know far too much about their sex life uh not enough i don't think oh my god yeah um, obviously she was on top Oh my god! Probably. I mean, she was. She had yeah. to be there. logistically. That's the only thing that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then a slow pace, and then just wild child full mm-hmm. out. So then we're back with Dawson on what? Like I don't have anything else to say. Yes, that sounds accurate. What else am I supposed to say about that scene? For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
So Dawson is fighting with Frank again. I really don't care. Frank's just being mean. Yeah, I mean, this is all very stupid. And Dawson has to, like, have this entire conversation with the executive who, like, hired him for this job. She's like, you're behind. The dailies are weak. It's supposed to be three days. Now it's going to be five. Like, you're having a meltdown. How do you, how do you, uh, how you deal with this will define your entire career. Dramatic. Um, wow. So he calls Todd and Todd doesn't answer. And so Natasha comes over and she just like, listen, you can't expect Todd to swoop in and save you. Um, and, uh, and Natasha's like, you know what? Can you just like explain this scene that we have? Like, it's a whole mess of exposition. And Dawson's like, well, we need to like figure out the stuff that we cut it has to like explain it all and blah 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 um and uh and yeah it's like ugh, like who really cares though right like who cares about any of this i mean i do care that like his job's at risk but i don't know this was too much of a job for him of course he's not warming up to it i think i'm sadder or like more concerned with the fact that todd already has another assistant that dawson has trained like way to replace him so quickly very quickly very Too much like quickly bim, bim, uh, bing bang no boom. bim what is it bing bang boom no boom shakalaka no wham uh, bam thank you ma'am oh that's okay. what i was trying to say but it's right. who cares now okay um anyway so yeah so frank and dawson are still having issues dawson's like oh what am i gonna do um and uh we have joey and eddie are like at the gas so wait, we have this montage of the close-up nostrils like you were talking about yet yeah again. more close-up uh, nostrils and a very good shot of the usps mail truck there we go because uh, it's not juneteenth yet <laughs> exactly so you can't get your mail today go out and get it tomorrow but they can get their mail uh, yeah, I mean, certainly. Um, and then Eddie and Joey come out of the gas station and Audrey decides I'm just going to stand on Eddie's car. <laughs> <laughs> She's what like marking marking her territory. She's like, I'm like stomping around. I'm like, you're going to dent the hood of Eddie's precious truck. And then she's like, this is a piece of crap anyway. I'm like, this is very rude, Audrey. Yeah, Eddie's like, this is disrespectful. Very uh, disrespectful. I do agree with Eddie. Like, he might be a boring old yeah. man, but that don't stand in my car, ma'am. Yeah, Please. this is like a whole hot ass mess. Um, and Audrey is being really rude to someone who's giving her a ride by being like, oh, you look really hot pumping gas. Maybe that should be your next job. Well, and to, to be fair, she did not. Well, she's basically held hostage on this trip herself. I mean, I guess not for long. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like, uh, <laughs> Audrey. So Joey's like, lay off of him. Like he's doing you a big favor. And Audrey says, since when are you in such a rush to defend blue collar Robbie? And didn't he basically just reveal himself as a major league scum sucker? With his disappearing act, he bailed on you. Not exactly behavior becoming the world's best boyfriend now, is it? Um, wow, and, sick burden, Audrey. You yeah. really got Joey there. Joey yeah. is never offended by words, to be honest with you. No, Joey's just like living her own life. You know and what Audrey, I'm offended by? What? Joey's roots. 
It's so bad, Sarah. Her hair is fucking orange. Girl, your hair is fucking orange. And the line between her natural color and it's so bad. It's blunt, a blunt line. You're no, on TV. I don't no understand. No balayage this. to be found. And it's orange. Why can't we tone it? I don't know. So she gets this she um was checking her phone and then Audrey is like who are you talking to? And she's like, oh, I was just checking my messages. Audrey then is like, can I borrow your phone to make a phone call? Which obviously she was going to check like, what Joey, Joey was you're doing. You're such an idiot, Joey. And then and she's I, like, you were talking to my mom? I love how Audrey says it, though, where she says, pants on fire, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> when is the last time you told somebody their pants were on fire? Should we bring it back? Yeah. Your pants are, you know what? Is your uh are you hot downstairs? Cause your pants are on fire. No. A different way. Um does are it feel like your leg hairs are burning? Because your pants Jessica. are on fire. What? Jessica. What? Why do you always have to take everything too far? Because <laughs> I have the too much gene. It's, it's truly too much. So Audrey is like, can I? get the keys so that i can go inside or something like that i don't know inside so yeah so she, first she complains because she's like well if she, if my mom was so worried about because she finds out joey's talking to her mom she's like if she was so worried about me why didn't she fly out here no she just put me on a plane and you're no better like the whole reason you wanted this road trip was so you could spend time with your little boy toy over there um and so yeah so he she's just like all right whatever whatever okay i'm gonna get in the car and then we have Eddie who's filling up the gas. Joey apologizes for Audrey being a mess. Audrey nearly causes a fucking fire. Let's be real. This is so yeah, dangerous. This is very bad. So she drives off with the gas pump in the car. Yes. And it just um, gets ripped off and gas is spilling everywhere. That is very bad like that also it's like my biggest fear to do that so i always just wait 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 and then what else do i want to say about this i think it costs like four hundred dollars at least for you to replace the gas pump i'm sure like the eddie and joey are on the hook for all the money of like fixing the gas pump and all the groceries they just bought get spilled all over the ground oh that i do not like look at all those bugles everywhere all the bugles everywhere the coffee is being fucking spilled how are they gonna stay awake it's fucking mess and it's really upsetting and they just drive off so now joey and eddie don't even have a ride like you're such a dick uh yeah i really really did not like this behavior by bob and audrey yeah bad form people bad form okay (sighs) i think it's between 500 and a thousand if you drive off with it that's a lot yeah um meanwhile we're at the help center and we're back to jen and fucking cj the phones aren't ringing and uh jen brings up her grams and she says that she was listening to Lionel Richie waiting for the phone to ring. It was really oh. sad. Hello. Um, Would you and- take advice from somebody that had that bad of a haircut? No, never. Never. I also wouldn't take advice from CJ, the freaking like asshole assault king. Jennifer has a knitted elephant sweater. She deserves nothing. <laughs> the show hates her. 
they like, might as well just hates her i gotta say they might as well just like kill her off now because like there's literally no point in her existence on this show like, you come back from this why are you torturing me yeah they really they've they've had enough of jen um Jennifer. and so, so i hope yeah, that she gets Jennifer. like maybe a boyfriend we i mean we she did she did get a boyfriend sarah by the end of this episode not really one we like oh dj's her boyfriend i mean they at least kissed anyway uh, interesting. Um, but cj says oh my uncle bill's wife died a year ago and they were like ozzy and sharon which i don't feel like is like a couple that you want to emulate but no okay. mm-hmm. but also they like with jack osborne there like they were full into the osborne they really were uh and uh and he's like oh he just discovered the internet and so much porn and jen's like oh we should set them up and uh yeah they're both like oh they're just such freaks you call your uncle bill i'll call my grams let's set him up and i'm like girl she literally just got out of a relationship with mr clifton smalls after like years of celibacy and do you think that she wants to date your old white uncle no because his name is probably going to be clifton biggs and that's going to be a small misnomer dick, small dick well. bill yeah uh no unfortunately god this is annoying why like why why break up clifton smalls i love the really- don't know I because they have to bring love. back together jen and cj for no fucking mm. reason that's why oh man oh man poor jennifer bad haircut bad sweater bad storylines everything is bad this is the darkest timeline oh um joey and eddie are just walking because they don't have a car and they have to have this like heart to heart because joey is still super pissed off at eddie for like ditching her and ghosting her and uh and eddie is just like listen like you're a good friend like i'm really sorry and he's and basically he's just like you know what i'm like i'm having trouble letting you go and joey says oh i'm also having trouble letting you go and he's just like he's being i don't know it's like it's so this is all dumb this is all very dumb they just told each other they loved each other last episode and then eddie says it again here and i'm just like do you do you though i can't Mm. who cares i don't care about the storyline anymore even though Uh, oliver hudson is attractive wait are we are we fully out on dawson's creek are we done do we just stop (laughs) to be fair we're almost done with the whole series maybe this is the thing maybe we just don't continue we just stop here and leave them wanting more can you imagine uh no i would never leave the show i love this show (sighs) i love everything about this show even when everyone's annoying and stupid but i love them because they are annoying and stupid yeah you know but joey's just like oh well if you love someone why would you ever leave them behind and i'm like because your roots are so fucking terrible (laughs) uh her abandonment issues are really showing to be honest with you for i know her mother didn't like meanfully purposely leave her she like passed away but in a way that you know feels like abandonment her father went to jail multiple times that's an abandonment issue mm-hmm. obviously like <clears throat> the the boyfriends in her life haven't stayed she hasn't had a lot of friends like josephine potter has major abandonment issues so the fact yeah. that oliver hudson just dipped and did not even tell her where he was going probably really hurt her and probably traumatized her so 
not for nothing, but maybe Joey is justified in being really hurt in this moment. Oh, I mean, for sure. Like, he, he sucks. He left without a uh, simple even hello or a goodbye or a fucking text or note. Or literally, or even an email, a post-it, nothing. Mm, uh, so I understand. A, what's his name? Jack Berger. Jack and, Berger. And just leave a post-it. Yeah, I mean, better than nothing. That was the breakup heard around the world. Yeah. Like, I remember as remember a throwing child. throwing a flower vase. Boom. I remember as a child, like, everybody was talking about being broken up with by a post-it. It was a big deal yeah um not so, even a big post-it like you know how it was they one have, post-it they have those like four by six post-its now with the lines yeah. it wasn't even that it was just no it was a regular yellow, size post-it yellow post-it yeah triggered by post-its for the rest of her life poor carrie bradshaw <laughs> um so whatever they have that conversation we're back on the movie set and Dawson is like about to freaking throw up in a garbage can on set. And Natasha's like, absolutely not. Like, you're not allowed to puke here. Like, no. Pukers are that. losers. That's what she's saying. Yeah. Yeah. Don't puke. Get your shit together or else you're out of here. Yeah. She basically is just like, listen, no one's, you're not entitled to respect or admiration. Like, you got to prove yourself and you cannot puke. If someone asks, tell them you have the flu. Uh, so she gives him like a little bit of a rough, uh, like pump, pumped up speech. Like basically. she gave him an attaboy, an atta, an atta boy, an Uh, yeah, as she's like smoking her little cigarette out by yeah. the trash can. Yeah. Um, Are you ready for the worst double date of all time? Yes, this is terrible. This, this is, is the, really this bad. is this is the darkest timeline. So Jennifer and Jennifer. CJ are on a date with Uncle Bill and see no and grams this yeah. is a double d they are drinking or eating soup soup at the fancy restaurant they're like in an italian restaurant they're eating pasta fagole i think <laughs> it looks right. like it right. pasta fagole. Pasta so, fagole. Yeah, so they're, <laughs> they're eating their soup okay jennifer what's jennifer wearing did you see like she's wearing that giant amber with the mosquito in it from yeah Jurassic Park it really looks neck. like it is it is that is a uh Big old the size of a lung um <laughs> and wait that's the biggest fucking bowl of soup i ever seen they were hungry so, like, and it's only uncle bill's is like halfway like uncle bill is definitely not an actor because like all the actors know like oh we're gonna be sitting here for the next like five hours eating the soup i'm not gonna eat the soup you have to like do the thing where you like push around yes push it around. a yeah. little bit uncle bill is like i'm hungry i'm gonna eat this soup load this, it up this actor's like i'm only here one day i'm gonna get all the free food that i can <laughs> he's like continuity be damned yes and so like he asks what she does for fun and grams is like oh i do like to go to vegas and gamble and he's like oh i love vegas yeah. and she talks about her church group going and he says oh don't tell me you're one of those religious broads wow i didn't realize the olden people all have such a big push on religion seriously that's like all we're talking about hot this episode topic. it's hot ridiculous topic issues yeah when i'm 85 i'm gonna be like oh <laughs> you're x y and z fuck you no yeah. i don't even care like 
I think that you're, I think that you were right earlier. Like, you know, be open. Like, as long as you guys have the same set of like morals and exactly have like a similar world view. I mean, like, it's basically like a Granny Smith apple next to a Golden Delicious. (laughs) Still an apple. Yeah. And uh, Graham says, don't talk, call me abroad. And he's just like, well, I called my wife abroad twice a day for 42 years. Are you offended by the word broad? I don't like the word broad. It's a little weird. It's I, demeaning. Rude. I agree with it Graham. Is, it's it demeaning. demeaning. It um, is. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Bill says, <laughs> Uncle Bill says, there's a pubic hair in my soup. <laughs> Yeah, and everyone's like very disgusted. And this is a gross episode. <laughs> it's pretty, yeah. And then, like, basically, CJ is like, Uncle Bill, keep it down, keep your voice down. We don't want all the other people to know that there's gross hair in your food. He's like, Well, if it's not a pubic hair, then it's definitely a hair of some sort. Yeah, like, and Graham's wow, just like- you are. <laughs> such a freaking scientist, Uncle Bill. How in the world it. did you figure that out? Uh, and and he's like, so Gramps is like, that's disgusting. And he's like, what's your problem? You're a real downer. You're just sitting here staring at your soup every once in a while. You mumble <laughs> some derisive comment. You should go, uh, go see your doctor so he can remove the polar ice cap you have wedged up your butt. Yeah, so then <laughs> uh, Gramps is like, actually, my issue is that I really like Italian wedding soup better. Yeah, and she just starts cracking well, up. Okay, at first it looks like she's crying. Yeah. But then she starts laughing. And she then loves everyone's this guy. Laugh. That's not, that's not, that's not. It's just not. That's not it's what? Not. It's just not. She thinks good. it's hilarious. And I'm why? like, Gramps, why is this funny to you? It's not funny. She's so, he's so mean. I know. I agree with you. I don't know why maybe, she's laughing. Maybe he reminds her of um her first husband. No, no, no. The other oh. old guy. Oh, grumpy man that coached um Dawson on filming. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. his name. Maybe Huh? I said I don't remember his name and who cares. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I care a little bit, but <sighs> um I don't remember his name really at this moment either. Yeah. So maybe that's why she likes him. I don't know. I don't I didn't find it funny and I don't approve of this relationship and neither should Jen. Yeah. Um Oh, they all start laughing. And then we're back to the movie set. And Frank has taken it upon himself to, like, change everything that Dawson wanted. And Dawson is just like, you know what? Um, he he turns out to, like, some other guy. And it's like, can you, like, direct this if I asked you to? And the guy's like, yeah. And he, Dawson's like, okay, great. Frank, you're fired. Good. Perfect. Bye, Frank. See you never. And then basically... Dawson's like, all of you bitches are replaceable. Don't you think that you're special? Respect me. I'm the big boss man. Let's get this shit on the road. And then the executive woman is like, you have no idea how close you were to being fired. So she approves of this move. Yeah, this is insane. Like, this is very much the, like, thing of, oh, if you're if you're new and you're in, if you're new to a job and you're in a high level position, you're supposed to fire someone immediately to, like, respect my authority type of thing Mm -hmm. yeah i mean the thing that i did like about it is that it definitely echoed and paralleled dawson's first day in the internship with todd 
so he like the point is is that he's channeling todd like he is but also he really didn't respect todd for that and he said that when he was a director he would never do it like that and here we are and here we are but also like frank was being an asshat frank deserves to be fired super frank yeah yeah and his beard was two different colors So, wow, what a saying. fucking asshole. Just saying. Um, do people dye their beard if it's one if it's not one color? I don't think they do, but well, I don't think they should. I like the two-tone actually. Well, you just said he deserved to be fired for it. It was an observation. Okay. Um, we're now at a bar called the Rebel Yell. And Audrey, I honestly kind of like this shirt that Audrey is wearing. It's like a tank top and it just says the word fame. Fame. Like, I kind of want that shirt. Get it. We could get that for you. That's really doesn't seem like a problem. All right. So she is drunk, drunk, very drunk. She goes to get another beer. Bob is passed out, passed (laughs) out. He's taking a snooze. And she comes across this, like, nasty, like, mustache man. Mullet man. He's horrible. He looks, he looks like he hasn't showered in, like, quite some time yeah so i don't know if we ever got his name but should just we name man him? um okay. i think he's ramon ramon the mustachioed millet man so ramon. even though he's very rednecky because he has this like monster truck outside ramon sure. the redneck <laughs> exactly so rnr is like okay i want to show you my truck and Audrey's like, bet. I definitely want to see your truck. Let's go. So they go out and she, Audrey's like, I really like these tires you got here. <laughs> yeah, she's tires. like, okay, you got really nice tires. Mm-hmm. Um, And he's like, all right, well, you got you got to get in, though. You got to get in. And she's just like, um, no, I should go check on my boyfriend. And he's like, actually, no, you should let him sleep. Give me a kiss. And she's just like, ah, I'm a really bad kisser. Um, she says, I'm in all the books. And he says, mm, actually, I don't give a damn how you kiss because you are shaking your moneymaker up there is what he says. Okay. Um, she says, you're rude. And then he wants to get naked. And so she, he like pulls her in. He starts getting aggressive. Yeah. It's very aggressive. And she is not having it. She kicks, I, I love Audrey here, kicks him in the groin. And then he's on the ground and she's just kicking, kicking, kicking. Yeah. She's, I was worried that she was going to like wind up murdering this guy. But uh, coincidentally, somehow, Eddie, Eddie and Joey at this exact moment start walking up to this bar and you know find audrey and protect her and joey goes to console her and audrey weeps in joey's arms and says i'm ready for rehab now yeah i think i need to go to rehab uh yeah i mean i felt bad for audrey i feel like she must have had like flashbacks and ptsd to like that party yeah that's definitely what was happening taken advantage of um, which honestly was kind of what sparked this whole kind of downward spiral to begin with. Um, I feel bad for her. I really love Audrey. And I kind of hate that the only person she can rely on is Joey. <laughs> I know. I Nobody's her. a good friend to her. My no. my poor dear. Um, so then 
uh we're outside of jen and graham's house and they're after their dinner and um freaking uncle bill is like you know what i'm not ready to call it at night you want to go on a walk together and they do they're like all about it and uh and jen and cj are like wow i cannot believe that actually worked like we haven't seen them have such a great time in a long time um like okay <sighs> whoop de doo this is so stupid jen basically is like well the last boy i like slept with my friend and this is so ridiculous is there no one else in the world we can set Joey or Joey up with a uh, Jen up with then mm-hmm. freaking CJ, the predator. Um, CJ says, you know, the one thing I can say about that is if I knew you the way I know you now, it never would have happened. I couldn't bear the thought of hurting somebody so amazing, but you did. And you just suck. So I don't know what to say. I'm not feeling it. I don't think that this is, something to be celebrated and i think that jen is better than cj yeah and especially because he goes to kiss her and she pulls away and i was like yes girl yes nope runs back and kisses him good kiss though she's a good kisser of course she's a good kisser she's jen look at her look at her moves she has such good moves look at her the fact that she got anybody to kiss her <laughs> Michelle Not Williams, get it, girl. Look yeah. how good. Okay, they do have good kiss chemistry. Look at that. Her hands are so appropriately cupped. Yeah, she does the foot oh, pop. She does the pop. She does the little foot pop. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, whatever. All right. So back at set, they're wrapping up. You know, they did it. They had a great day. It's over. He gets a lot of pats on the back, a lot of attaboys as well. Yeah, everyone's super impressed with him. <laughs> it would be funny if everybody was just like, attaboy, 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 attaboy. attaboy. <laughs> okay, stupid. Uh, All right, and then Natasha <laughs> goes and massages him and is like, you know, you did good. You yeah, know. you yelling at me turned me on. Uh yeah, of course. A little spice. Does he want to go get a drink? No. And he's very smiley, Sarah. Very he's like, we getting it. We getting it. Yeah. One last rendezvous before they're broken up for good. Yeah. But um, um, guess what? I'm really happy and relieved because we get one more nostril montage. It's a nighttime nostril montage. It's a nighttime (laughs) montage. It's just like everybody's just like, like they got like a little camcorder and just like. But they all like didn't know how to zoom out. Like none of them. Like, let me just get the top half of your face. And then somehow uh, Oliver Hudson let fucking uh, Bob drive the car yeah why no one knows but it happened i think audrey even drives the car everyone drives the car no one is should be trusted we're on the freeway (laughs) yeah um ridiculous Um, yeah all right we made it to la thank goodness and then we get to see audrey's family home which is mansion a a huge ass mansion and she says that the the one in uh, malibu is much nicer ridiculous but audrey's just like oh, i would tip you but i only have hundreds uh and uh she does apologize she says you know what i was being a bitch this hasn't been the best year for meeting new people to get to know me 
And Eddie says, you know what? Like when you get past the obnoxiousness, you're not so bad. You're kind of funny. Um, so, uh, and, and she's like, and he's like, yeah, well, like, you know, Joey doesn't think so highly of me. And Audrey's like, um, absolutely. She does. Like she, she, and like, this is such a lie. You're going to go down in the books as one of the great loves of Joey Potter's life. No, False. I don't think so. False. No one even mentions Eddie when they talk about this show. They're like, oh, are you team Dawson or team Pacey? No one is like, are you team Eddie? <laughs> I'm even more so team Jack over Eddie. <laughs> yeah well at least we got the the great uh drawing of jack and the chocolate milk dump <laughs> you remember that it feels like a lifetime ago now <laughs> she was so mad at jack for dumping chocolate milk on her and it was so her. intentional um oh my god yeah. that was so fun yeah but uh i miss but- jack where is he i miss pacey too oh uh, so and why are they all wearing such heavy clothing in la no one knows i I don't know they're probably sweating their booty off definitely uh but joey offers to go in with her and audrey says no i should do this by myself but she's such a bad idea because audrey's a runner yeah you got to make sure she makes it inside but okay so everybody knows like when you drop your friend off you have to wait until you see them go inside they these fuckers just drive off yeah who cares no one cares we just leave yeah see you whenever um so yeah we get another like thank you for being Joey, the, you're the best, best friend you're the best friend i've ever had who knew i uh, would be best friends with that skinny press blah 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 mm-hmm uh and audrey has an idea for what to do with bob because they're like well do we just leave him here what do we do with bob and audrey's plan is oh we're gonna we're gonna say that we got married in vegas and that way they're not gonna be as upset about the fact that i have to go to rehab okay definitely not but sure this isn't how that works not at all she's so volatile but i love her Mm mm-hmm um so they i I will say that i cannot relate to the storyline of hers (laughs) maybe like being super dramatic but like i don't steal cars and i don't get myself into these situations yeah yeah it's a bit over the top right like it's yeah um then we're at dawson's place and him and natasha fucked and apparently they've been fucking for a few days uh and she's like you know what i have an audition maybe in a couple of weeks and he's like you know what let's not let's not do that like we know we were just about to fuck and that's it and i'm like dawson progress growth we love to see it yeah he's like i'm not into a relationship right now (laughs) yep yeah this was very sorry you're being clingy please get out of here yeah hey i liked it i'm all here i'm here for this version of dawson Mm-hmm. uh and she's like you know what there's gonna be other actresses but i was the first so don't you forget that indeed she was yeah. um and that's that then we get the most over the top scene um joey and eddie have gotten to his school campus and he's like very nervous about this he's like i can't even process this it's so different she's like right but you belong here um you shouldn't like you're not gonna drive back to boston like you're gonna be great here there's gonna be a whole new world for you here uh and eddie says you know what we should make a plan to meet a year from now Ooh, this reminds me of the book november 9th i've never read it what actually i i mean 
I really like the concept. So basically, these two people um, meet on November 9th, and they really like each other, but they're kind of like at two different points in their lives. And they're like, we really can't commit to anything serious. So how about in one year, we will meet on November 9th in the same restaurant and we'll see where we're at in life. But the, the caveat is that we can't talk to each other at all during the entire year. Oh, wow. So the next year, they meet at November 9th, have a great fucking time. And then the book continues throughout different November 9ths. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're Apparently, they're going to meet in Paris because he wants her to be somebody who actually experiences paris instead of says that she wants to experience paris yeah and joey says well you know what if something happens in the meantime i'm not gonna forget you you're like the nicest sweetest surprise that's ever happened and she says i love you too and it's just like bitch what what and then they have love for each other maybe they're just not in love with each other they hug and then they like he does the thing where she walks away and then he grabs the hand and like swings her back and they kiss and it the the show really wants us to love this because they do it in slow motion and like they do the like camera fades into different shots of them kissing mm-hmm. but like again like she's not <laughs> like her face just looks like dead fish always she always has dead fish face she does. It was the worst kiss. It really was. It was almost a good kiss, but no. It's She's it's such so a bad. passive kisser. And that's it's so problem. bad. She makes the man do all the work. It's horrible. Yeah. It it's really a really is. bad, bad kiss. And you could tell on Oliver Hudson's face he's not having a good time. He's like, thank goodness I don't have to kiss this bitch anymore. Yeah. I mean, the hands placement, I will say, was a touch better. A smidge better, but not quite. Just a smidge, but the face, no. The lips, no. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they're kissing Mm -hmm. and like swaying as the sun sets in California. Uh, And that's our episode of Dawson's Creek. Yeah. What a shit show. Um, Wow. That was a terrible episode. Uh, Wasn't (laughs) the worst, but you know, I've seen so much better. Um, Let's give you the option, Sarah. We have a couple of voicemails as well as a couple of um, like emails from listeners Mm -hmm. for feedback. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do first? What should I, what should I Voice do? Voicemail first. Voicemail first. Okay. So first up, um, we have a voicemail from the lovely, the amazing Temi. Um, let's hear what he has to say. Hi, ladies. If you are driving from Boston to California, why the hell would you drive through North Carolina? <laughs> but this is lame swinking at this idea this joke isn't totally worth it and then i'm also offended that eddie and joey would find audrey at the exact moment when she's beating up that guy i mean for shame the continuity of plot matters should see Abed in season three, episode five, and a scene with Britta when he's explaining that you should be in the cabin, but all these things wouldn't happen at the right times. These things do matter. <laughs> um, Seth's characters, Seth Rogen's characters, um, in his movies and TV shows, seem not to do. He seems not to do uh, what his lovers want. 
um, him to do. Audrey has some suggestions in this episode, so watch Knocked Up, and I remembered uh, Catherine Heigl um, auditioned for Jen, but they chose Michelle Williams, which is something I don't think anybody's mentioned in this podcast, but oh, wow. it's kind of a cool fact. Um, around this time, Seth Rogen and Jason Siegel auditioned uh, to play Cheddar Bob, who uh, was a character in 8 Mile, but they couldn't get through their audition. Aaron Rodgers and Seth Rogen were in a commercial promoting Neighbors 2, and Aaron Rodgers somehow knew that Seth had been on Dawson's Creek. It was kind of interesting and funny. Um, and Die Pacey, Joy, you got the right one, baby. With that analogy, you should see the Ray Charles Diet Pepsi commercial from the 90s. Thanks. I remember that commercial, Temmy. Do you remember that commercial, Sarah? No, I don't. You don't? You got the right one, baby. Yeah, no. it's like, it was like a whole song. Um, yeah, that's actually, I'm, I've never heard that, that Katherine Heigl had auditioned for Jen. I mean, obviously, we love um, Michelle Williams. Like, I feel like that, she was like a really excellent pick for that role. I do too. And also, I don't know. I, can, I actually really do like Katherine Heigl a lot. Like, I think that she got a really bad rap. Especially... Oh, she got totally fucked when she left Grace as to being difficult to work with. And well, and it's because women are supposed to be demure. And yeah, sorry. it was that. And also she had a bad experience on um, uh, Knocked Up and, yeah. you know, spoke out about it. And then once again was called difficult. So... Um, yeah, I've come around on her in a really big way, especially like if you if you didn't watch the actors on actors like the variety one with her and um Ellen Pompeo uh both from Grey's they had some really interesting tidbits about the the vilification of not just Katherine Heigl but women in general in mm -hmm. media that I thought was really interesting so um I watched a couple clips on it from TikTok she also had a really funny story about like a little girl because you know how like Grey's is on Netflix so there's like a whole new fandom kind of emerging of younger people Mm -hmm. And there was this young girl and she's like, oh my gosh, do you know Izzy on Grey's? And, uh, and Catherine Heigl was like, yeah. And she's like, are you her mom? And Catherine Heigl was like so upset. And offended. <laughs> like she had like just had just given birth to like one of her kids or something. <laughs> it was very funny. Um, but I like that's a funny tidbit that she was originally auditioning for that role. I love bits. Mm hmm. Um, and Tids. Um, do you want to hear a voicemail from the one and only DBK? Of course I do. What up, though, ladies? All right. So another Matt episode. We got a random Seth Rogen appearance. CJ and Jen are now a thing. And, like, I don't hate CJ, but this makes no sense. He's like... Oh, if I would have known, like, what has changed, CJ? Like, you you hang out, Jen, like, just as much as you did before, almost. So, like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. Exactly. Um, Joey's single now, I guess, because Eddie's gone. I didn't really get Natasha this episode because she's, like, ripping on Doss in the first half, and then she's the one that, like, snaps him out of it, and then they're hooking up again. But... Dawson's single now and Pacey wasn't in this episode so he's single so they're all single now so curious as to like how you think we get to the end of this because uh, we got like 11 episodes left I think um, 
What else? Oh, yeah, Numbers Incorporated boss last week was uh, Ray Wise. He's, like, a good actor. Hmm. I know him from Reaper. And uh, Grams' date is in a bunch of stuff, too. Anyways, till next week, ladies. Peace. Um, what, how do I think this is all going to unfold? Yeah, because you've made your predictions in terms of, like, endgame. So how mm-hmm. do we get from here to there now that everyone is pretty much single, obviously, except for, like, apparently Jen and CJ? Okay, so I definitely think that Pacey's probably going to get into a little bit of trouble. And then maybe it's Joey who, like, winds up. Like, I don't know, bailing him out or like being there to support him uh, from his downfall. I think that there's going to be like this dramatic thing where it's like Dawson's going to be like, you know, I let you go type of thing, even though they're like not even together. But like, I Mm -hmm. I think that like Dawson's going to have to give like the seal of approval for Pacey and um, Joey to be together. Okay. Uh, I think that maybe like Joey's gonna do a grand romantic gesture. Oh, that would be a change. Yeah, like For once in her life. <laughs> uh, probably <laughs> I'm not. Really souring actually. on Joey, if you couldn't tell. Actually, maybe. Come over her. I, I mean, the likelihood of that happening is pretty low. It honestly, it's probably just gonna be Pacey like working his ass off like normal. Mm-hmm. But they're gonna come together. I think that maybe it's going to, they're probably going to reconnect with like both of them going through it. So, okay. We'll see. Yep. I um, think, that, I really do think that Dawson's true love is filmmaking. That's true. And speaking of filmmaking, we got an email from Miriam, a follow up email for those of you who don't remember. Miriam was the one who had sent us like the information on the day, days out of days, and because she works in uh, filmmaking. So we got more info from Miriam, which I love this. I feel like this is such fascinating information to have. So uh, she says, since you wanted to know how real are real are the scenes of Dawson on film set is to okay she wants this sorry i'm like not reading this correctly excuse me um basically (laughs) how the comparisons of dawson being on film set is to a real film set um she says currently i'm working on a big american television studio where i work as a director's assistant i can't say which studio is assigned to nda look at you girl i can't so fancy secrets um no way in hell would i be able to be the director of the show if my boss were to leave the studio would find another director to finish out the project. I saw this firsthand when it came uh, when it came with DP, which the director of which is the director of photography. Mm-hmm. A few years ago, they fired the DP after the first week of filming because she was slowing down production and we weren't making our days because she wanted every shot to be perfect. We didn't have time, so they hired someone immediately and flew them out to replace her. The sad part of the story is she did end up working uh, right away on another production and ended up being the cinematographer that was shot and killed by Alec Baldwin. (gasps) Oh my gosh, Miriam. That is so sad. Uh, Do you remember that whole news story? That was really tragic. Yeah, of course I do. Um. Sometimes I wonder if she would have never gotten fired from our production. She wouldn't have been on that other production because of the overlap. Wow. That's really tragic. I'm so sorry. That's, that's terrible. horrible. 
Um, in this episode specifically, a producer will never tell you that this project will define you. At the end of the day, everyone on the film set is a team and they work as a team. Yeah. And the producer will help you out with uh, the trouble you have, same as the DP. The way they were acting towards him is not normal. Also, the director would never fire anyone. They can tell the producer that they want to someone to fire, but it would end up being the producer to fire them. I love mm -hmm. these little corrections. So thank you so much, Miriam, for sending that info in. And I'm so sorry to hear about that um, That person um, that was shot by uh, Alec Baldwin as, uh, like, accidentally, obviously. But that is really, really tragic and sad. Wow. Damn. The what That's ifs, awesome. are, I think, feel like the worst thing as well. Like, what of course. if this happened or that happened? Man, it's really sad. Um, um, really all for more security and safety of with, course uh, of course that's a different um, topic for a different day we also got an email from joy um which i joy sent us in her top five pastas which i really appreciate and loved Ooh. Um, she said i had a really it was really hard to narrow down because pasta is literally my favorite food but i did narrow it down to a top five she has angel hair which i love you hate pap papard papardel I don't know what that is. I'm going to Google to see if I recognize Parpadelli. Parpadelli. Parpadelli's. Oh, they're like super wide, flat, like fettuccine type. Ooh, okay. Um, shells. Love to hear it, Joy. Rigatoni and Jamelli. I'm going to look this one up too. I don't know what this is. She's fancy. She is fancy. Jamelli. Oh, I love Jamelli's. Okay. They're like, they're kind of like rigatoni because they're like individual pieces, but they're like mm. almost like twisted. Oh, like yeah. Long and thin. Okay. Oh, those are good. Wow. Love that. Maybe we need to have like a pasta, a pasta pod, a pasta pod where you make every single pasta we can and like really determine like what we like. I mean this it sounds like a challenge that i'm it's down for very not 90s content but i'm i feel like i really want to do it we need to talk about pasta um uh joy also says i love tomatoes so much i'm extremely tempted to give you my home address so i can Dude. have some but i'll refrain no okay uh, hold on let me just i'll give you an update where uh later yeah, where in the summer yeah because tomas. there's gonna be a surplus so it's just like maybe i really will send out my tomatoes why not <laughs> Um, and, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, and it wasn't on the level of hostess or little Debbie's, but I think y'all cracking up <laughs> how Eddie says cockroaches <laughs> is on par with Mr. McPhee and his calculator. Cockroaches. <laughs> it's the cockroaches. The cockroaches are everywhere. Like eating a bunch of papadellas. <laughs> uh Finally, I will neither confirm nor deny your theory with the HBUC. Uh, but it's interesting one and I love it. That was the last episode of the yeah. The I am lady. a genius. Uh, you are a genius. genius. I you know we didn't see Pacey this episode, but I <laughs> I want to know more. Yeah. Um. Uh. Onto this episode, which is just garbage. Audrey's trauma is treated like a joke, but her being awful to Eddie is a serious issue. That road trip looks like the worst unfun road trip ever. And we have uh, Pacey and um, uh, Pacey and Joey uh, walking along the road, arguing about who they should tr uh, about trying to pick up a ride. Oh wait, I'm sorry, that was season three and done much better than the regurgitated <laughs> crap that Eddie and Joey were doing. I forgot about that. That's so true. The same thing happened. I'll never forget. 
Oh my gosh. And then they somehow warrant the most cinematograph cinematic kiss. Like it goes on and on and on. And it's not a good one. Uh, sorry, that's my bitter biscuits coming out again. Ooh, bitter um, biscuits. <laughs> I don't understand how Clifton Smalls is Jewish when he met Grams at church, but I guess continuity oh. doesn't matter. <gasps> I forgot. Tea. I forgot about that. Joy. Oh my gosh. Um, we're so smart. We're so we're dumb. Also smart. I forgot. Uh, Uncle Bill sucks as much as CJ does, but the writers are forcing Jen and Grams to be into assholes, so we're supposed to be okay with it. Um, oh, Natasha, such a chaotic character, and I still love her. I'll miss her, but look at Dawson learning how to be a jerk boss like Todd and doing a fine job. I don't agree with him saying that a relationship you take super seriously can also be fun. That implies that he didn't have fun with Gretchen or Jen, which I'm sure he did. About the only relationship I didn't see him have fun with was him and Joey. That one was all serious. Mm -hmm. um, I'm actually glad Pacey and Jack aren't in this episode so they aren't tainted by the terribleness. Okay, that's we true. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I think Pacey, I don't know why. Today I'm just in a mood. Pacey's going on the top of my rankings. Whoa! Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like uh, that's. I love that's how you bad. said that and then immediately took it back yeah um okay so uh let's see uh, we certainly have hit rock bottom but i don't know maybe you guys actually liked it uh we did not we did not joy i, I uh, did not enjoy uh also this is one of my favorite parts of your email joy finally this has nothing to do with the show but this deplorably lazy person actually downloaded that co-star app and Yay! i still don't know much about astrology but i feel like mine is particularly bad no Anyways, i sent my chart as an attachment if you want to look at it and tell me just how messed up i am okay uh i can't wait for next week's episode um so so joy, this let is me big you, news yeah let me give you the the highlights of joy's chart if you don't yeah. like this part of the podcast we'll catch you next week we totally get it but like this is this is our like bread and butter we love this um okay joy's son is in sagittarius okay joy's moon is in aries me too fire fire girl um Double fire yes joy's rising is a virgo me also too yeah we have two big um big your three, big three placements yeah. that's amazing um joy's venus is also in sagittarius fire fire and joy has a lot in capricorn mercury saturn well, uranus those... and neptune all in capricorn well uh besides mercury all of those are um generational right and so. then aries is uh, or sorry mars is aries no. no jupiter's generational all right so you're a hard working spitfire love, that love to see no it. water well no you have scorpio and pluto but but that's it but that's the mm -hmm. only water no water and yeah it's absolutely wild mm -hmm. like got, so much fire yeah earth and fire you I feel like you're like a grounded girly who like tells it like it is That's and like has like yeah. a little bit of an edge, but yeah. also like you're a realist, you know? But like, also the, the Virgo, the rising Virgo makes sense. Cause joy is like very on top of emailing us every week. Like also, I feel like a non Virgo would have organized. Fallen a little. So it's organized. Exactly. And like, it's never like, it always makes sense. Like if I were to write an email, I feel like I would be all over the place. No, um, Joy's always is right on yeah. top. Also, also Joy, I, I love you. that your your Twitter handle, is, at least I think this is, is at Joy Monster. Oh, okay. <laughs> I am very impressed that you have 62%, but I, you know, you would probably never stoop so low to be a, a 1% like me. What are you talking about? 1%? Her battery life. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't looking at her battery. Okay, you can't just assess everything on Joy's phone, Sarah. I kind of want to. Um, she also has something else open. There are other apps that are open. She has TikTok open. Oh, that was TikTok. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's like the very brief stuff about your chart, Joy. But um, what are you talking about more than just message us and then we'll write back? Yeah, we don't. We we can do personal. Yeah, we don't have to do it all on the podcast, but that's fascinating. I love reading people's charts. If you want to send your chart in, also just send your chart in, and we could take a look because it's fun for us. Um, so that was that was Joy's email. Um, if you want to send in emails, because we love 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 getting feedback, uh, shit nineties pod at gmail.com. We have a website shit nineties pod.com, Twitter and Instagram at shit nineties pod. Just so many so many ways to reach us. Um, like I said, we absolutely love getting feedback. I also think we got feedback from Eric. I'm just gonna we did. Up. Okay. Um, Eric says, uh, the Dawson's Creek episode wasn't good. It wasn't as bad as Joey gets mugged by her daddy issues. <laughs> um <laughs> and he says, I have no proof of what I'm about to say, but I'm thinking the writers didn't know this would be the final season when they initially planned it out. Then they found out early on that it was going to be the last, so they had to change course. That's why we have shifted abruptly on so many storylines. Eddie, Dawson's movie set experience, and Senior Small's thoughts. I mean, that sounds kind of right to me. Like, beyond the fact that we're halfway through the season and they're kind of like, okay, now we're going to pivot, you know? Yeah. I mean, maybe. I personally don't know, but that can make a lot of sense. That was one of my questions um, within the last few weeks is if like you know the new if this was the end so mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah so that was all the feedback we got this week sarah do you want to know what we're what episode the episode title is for next week yes clean and sober okay all right that's good news i guess that's very good news um, do you want to hear other good news yes we're not going to be alone. What? We're going to be joined by a returning guest, the one, the only Tom Palmer. To talk oh, about so that's very exciting. Very exciting. Um, beyond that is just missed it June. So we're going to be talking about bring it on. We um, are. and beyond that, Sarah, what do you have going on? Where can people find you? What are you talking about? Always podcasting about Seth, Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> um, Adam Humphrey and I are covering How I Met Your Father and Platonic um, Posture Recaps. And then you and I started to cover, and just like that this week, the Sex and City reboot. So check that out. Yes. So much fun going to be had there. I cannot wait to see our Queen Kim Control return. Um, you can find me at DJ Sterling and I'm finishing up succession coverage because my love for succession will literally never die. Um, Sarah talked about, and just like that, I covered based on a true story with grace leader. I'm guesting on a bunch of podcasts this week. I'm not going to name them all. Just check out my Twitter. Oh, 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 yes. Okay. Yes. I also did want to say that I was on, um, AGT time with our friend Cody Patterson. Lovely. And I covered auditions three of America's got talent. And I I judged all these people, and I said this was good, this was not good. I had opinions, as one does. Yeah, as one does. Amazing. Um, my favorite was like some dancer dude who was very good. Okay, uh, so go check that out. 
And uh, you can also find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Sterling. I'm currently playing The Last of Us 2, but I'm also going to be doing more cozy games soon. Um, so you'll see more from me on that soon. And uh, I think that's I think that's everything we have. Um, so we'll be talking to you all next week for episode 14 of the final season of Dawson's Creek with our friend Tom Palmer. Until then, everyone, have a good one and goodbye. Just ask. Shit 90 shows taught me. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.